following program is a collection of stooges talking about the happenings in the automotive detailing industry. It is meant to be comedic and informative. The opinions expressed on the show do not necessarily reflect the reliefs of their peers, their boss, or their ad partners. There may be some cuss words because that's how grown-ups talk in the real world. If you are a young, please seek permission before watching or listening any further. Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex Russell, and I'm your host. This is the last Q&A of 2023. Um, is is Christmas time when this comes out. So Merry Christmas, everybody. I um, hope you guys are having a great time with your family, or hopefully you snuck away to listen to this episode because you couldn't take it anymore. So either way, Merry Christmas. Um, happy holidays. Uh, we're going to kind of jump into this. Uh, I don't have Bruno um, slowing me down. So um, the detail solutions podcast.com. That's our website. Um, this is going to be probably your last chance to check out the preferred vendor page and use any codes um, with our vendors because they will be changing when the new episode new year uh, episode hits um also we have all the links to where you can find us if you're catching us um randomly hopefully you're listening to us um nowhere to find us on youtube on um uh, apple or spotify and if you're watching us on youtube or finding us on youtube and you'd like to go listen to more you can definitely find those uh links there and then we have the drip shop as it's been renamed, which has all the um, t-shirts, the Kong, all the Kong shirts um, and the logo shirts, uh, hoodies and hat. Um, <clears throat> if you're not watching us on YouTube and you do want to watch these in long form, I highly suggest uh, probably checking out the <clears throat> next episode on Wednesday um the 27th i believe is the date that we're gonna do that one's gonna be a fun one to watch um detail solutions podcast is our channel um we are detail solutions pod on tiktok <coughs> forgive me i gotta scratch my throat um and if you're coming down to orlando for mobile tech expo that is going to be february 1st through the 3rd 2024 Make sure when you go to the website, mobiletechexpo.com, that you use the code DSP15 to save 15% off your tickets. Um, and then while you're there, hit the old uh, backslash golden hyphen mic. Go and nominate us for a nod for the uh, Golden Mic Award this year. <coughs> it's going to be a tough one to get through. Jeez. Um, other than that, please go like, share, follow, subscribe, hit that notification button anywhere that you're listening to us. Please leave us a review. It's very important. Five stars would be excellent. Um, if you're on Apple, write us something fun. Um, my guest tonight is Robin Sweet. You guys probably all know her from everywhere. She seems like she's everywhere. Um, we're going to learn more about how she got into the detail um, and all that fun stuff. So we'll be right back after this break. If you have not yet tried Oberk's new APS soap, now is your chance to receive 15% off by using coupon code DSP, all capital letters. Oberk's new all-purpose soap is perfect for all your exterior washing needs. This unique formula combines plant-based cleaning power that is effective and versatile. Whether you are mobile washing or maintaining a ceramic-coated vehicle, APS soap works quickly and rinses easily. This super concentrated formula can also be used on really tough bugs and is very effective in dirty door jams. To find out more, please visit oberkarcare.com. 
Attention detail shop owners, say goodbye to the hassle of multiple orders from all different suppliers. Car Supplies Warehouse is here to revolutionize your shopping experience. We have created a comprehensive online platform where you can find everything you need all in one place. We are constantly expanding our product range, adding new supplies, tools, and equipment. Our goal is to make Car Supplies Warehouse your ultimate one-stop shopping destination. And we don't just stop at providing top quality products. We understand that knowledge is crucial for running a successful business. This is why we offer over 100 online videos specifically tailored to educate and empower businesses like yours. So grow your skills and run a successful successful business with our online training courses. We take our commitment to education even further by providing in-person training classes. Our expert instructors will guide you through hands-on sessions, sharing their wealth of knowledge and helping you take your shop to new heights. We also have an awesome discount program that ties everything together really nice. Enjoy exclusive benefits and saving as a Car Supplies Warehouse member. Join DetailWise Pro under the Save and Learn tab on our website website, carsupplieswarehouse.com, and experience the advantages firsthand. And for a limited time only, we are offering a special deal just for Detail Solutions podcast listeners. Sign up for DetailWise Pro using code PRO30, and you're going to enjoy 30 days of free access and free discounts. There's no obligation. You can cancel anytime. So come discover what you've been missing. All right, and we're back with Robin. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Well, all of a sudden, I got this coughing fit because I got a tickle on the back of my throat. But good now, I need a cough drop. Uh, you know, we don't have any. Otherwise, <laughs> I would go run grab them. But <laughs> we'll just make do. I'll mute my Sorry. mic and take a drink or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, so listen, uh, you know, the the only real question that I come to the table with is the how, the where, the when, the why did you get into detailing? All right. Uh, so a little history on me. I was a 911 emergency dispatcher okay. for 15 years. And, um, you know, cars were always kind of like my pride and joy. I always kind of took care of my own on my weekends, keeping my own clean. And then it turned into friends and family wanted theirs done and kind of just started daydreaming one time at work and like, I should really learn how to do this. I'm interested in paint correction and right. I really want to do it the right way. So I went away to some training, uh, trained with Mike Phillips down at auto geek. Okay. And that was kind of like the bug that bit me. And I decided to come home and create a side gig, a little side hustle. Right. And it was working out of my own garage at home evenings, weekends, whenever I had a couple days off, I do a few vehicles here and there. And then time after time, it was word of mouth. Things were spreading and uh, I decided I outgrew my space at right. home, needed my own little shop and uh, found the space that I'm in now. So I signed the contract on that just as COVID hit. So now we're talking oh. uh, <laughs> approaching four years in this location. And that's, nice. that's crazy to me. So it's been, uh, it's been busy. It's, and then this past June, the end of June, I had to make a tough decision if I wanted to stick around at 911 and, juggled two full-time jobs right or uh make a choice and do this full-time so now i'm detailing full-time at my shop and oh wow so just as of recently you were still doing 911 work yeah yeah oh, that's cool i see i did not know that i yeah i just because i mean i see you everywhere at all the expos and all the you know you, you're you know always at a it seems like at a training you know you see on right. facebook and everything like that like um I didn't, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Um, so, so how hard of a decision was that to do? I mean, was it, it was tough? Yeah. It was, it was very tough, you know, letting go of that comfortability. Yeah. Deciding to become my own boss, which sounds cool until, you know, you're actually your own boss yeah, and, yeah, your exactly. own accountability, right? <laughs> and then you're like, uh, where's all the work at? <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I've been lucky enough really to just stay super busy at my shop. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so much so that I can kind of pick and choose some of the clients that I have coming to me now and okay. a really great base of clients that just are return. And I love that. Um, so I kind of refer people out to somebody else who's local and that works well for me. Um, and so I can kind of balance 
doing the events, the traveling, things like that. So right. back up now two years and at Mobile Tech Expo is where I met at the time Megan was with AutoGeek mm-hmm. and we had a conversation and they were looking to bring somebody on along with Justin Lobato as a trainer. And so I jumped on that offer right away. And so I've been now with AutoGeek and that's provided me, you know, opportunities obviously for trainings and different right. events. And I just love it so much. I just go to anything that comes my way. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> so two years in, so let me ask you this, not, not to like kind of sound like an asshole, but like, I mean, I'm like seven years in and people ask me all the time about training and I just go, Oh no, I'm like, I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Like two years in somebody offers you that. And how do you go? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a trainer. Like I, I can do this. Uh, because I know that I'm a sponge and will absorb okay. anything that I sit in on. Um, you know, and at the time I had already gone through Rennie's training and kind yeah. of, I also kind of aligned myself with the right people who were already trainers and, right. you know, well-known in the industry. And I just, this so is why I go to events. Yeah, so you just start picking up little nuggets here and there to be able yeah, to do I it. Mean, yeah. It doesn't matter who you are, how long you've been doing it. There is always something to learn. Yeah. I think maybe my approach is a little different in the way that my business model is set up too. And so that's probably something that's desirable when it comes to me as the trainer. Um, You know, I just have a little different take on it. So Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's cool because, you know, it's like they say, right? Like not everything works for everybody. So you got to find the person who aligns most with what you're trying to do or what you're trying to achieve. And then maybe that's to to train with or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's badass. No. Cause uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like I said, I I mean, I I think it's awesome. I've had a few people ask me like, man, I want to come down there and train with you. And I'm like, dude, I go up and down and back and forth and scratches go away. I don't know what I'm going to train you It is difficult to like go from just doing it yourself. Yeah. To like talking about it. And I've found that like, I'll just fly through a procedure of something and to verbalize each step and why I'm doing it that way is my struggle that's that's my challenge now right like right at, at first you know a few years ago my challenge was is making those cars perfect now yeah. i'm challenging myself by becoming a teacher of those right. lessons so um, what is what are some of the steps that you're doing or taking that's that's helping you to go like okay i go up and down and back and forth and scratches go away but now let me convey it to someone so that they understand why up and down and back and forth. I'm oh, sure. if, if you saw me live during a training, you would see like mentally, I'm literally like going through the steps and trying to put it in words and I'll pause right. and I'll explain that to my students, you know, um, and I just, I'm so authentic about it. I can't hide it. I'm not going yeah. to fake it. You know, I'm not here to fake it till you make it kind of thing. Right. Um, and, you know, and they all appreciate that. So it's really just about, focusing on the steps and you got to know what you're training on ahead of time, obviously. And if you, you know, maybe jot some notes down and it'll come back to you, but right, yeah, maybe doing it a couple of times too. And then you just become, you know, one with the words then almost. Yeah. Do, do you, cause I mean, you've done it quite a bit now. I mean, obviously. Right. So like, <clears throat> do you have like, I mean, I, I don't want to say like a lesson plan, like a teacher, but do you have like a plan that, you know, you go into a training and you go, okay, like I'm going to talk about this and I'm going to show them this and explain this and then kind of, you know, step by step by step kind of thing. Yeah. So most of my trainings have been alongside other uh, manufacturers, Okay. Um, whether it's, you know, Flex, Rupes, with AutoGeek, we kind of brought in the vendors Right. And they would talk and I would talk and we would show together. Um, so that was kind of neat to be able to do that most of the time. So I think um, just like running your business, you kind of have to know your clients. Right. And one of my favorite things to do is what I call vet your students before they get there. So maybe have a few minute conversation over the phone with them and get to know them and know what their expectations are, just like my clients. I want to know what their expectations are so that I know that I'm presenting the material that they want to see and hear. No, it doesn't. 
yeah. So really it's all, and you know, sometimes we have more advanced classes, more of a basic class. So really there's a lesson plan, but it's not like written in stone, you know? Yeah. It, know your audience, know your clients, what works well from them. Um, some would rather sit down and learn more technical things, maybe from a PowerPoint. Some want to be more hands-on. So kind of have right. to know that while you're going into it on day one. So now you're in New York, correct? Yes. Auto Geeks down here in Florida. Right. So how, is it a lot of traveling or do you only have like certain, you know, yeah, the first year I did a lot of traveling to auto geek. And now the last year has been more, uh, aligning ourselves, like I said, with other vendors and things um, and manufacturers and traveling to their facilities. Facilities, I've been out to Rupes, Bigfoot Academy, um, did some stuff at IGL, went to SEMA garage with IGL and Rupes. Um, you know, then we've got mobile tech coming. So I'll be there presenting obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like you're flying down once a month to do a training at at um, Auto Geek anymore or right. anything like that kind of right. thing. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of just whatever events are headed our way, I'll just go. Go there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just go. <laughs> yeah. That's a, no. That's a, that's a listen. I mean, that's that's kind of the what a lot of people want to do, right? They just want to be able to be in a position where when a bit comes up, they can go. I mean, that's, that's what we tried to start doing this year with the podcast by being able to, you know, MTE's easy because, you know, it's 40 minutes away from me. It's like an hour and a half away for Jason. Like, you know, that's, that's a no brainer. Right. But, you know, this year we stepped out and did STC, you know, just, you know, we knew STC wasn't, going to really be anything big because everybody has been slowly kind of pulling out of it but we thought like like if we go there and 10 new people find us like it's a win for us right it's more listeners right same thing with the with the air force one project when we got invited to that that was a really cool thing to do right like we got to align ourselves with that you know hopefully you know again put out content that not everybody else is putting out. It gets us more listens. Um, and then the same thing with traveling to SEMA and, and trying to get um, stuff. So, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, you just got to get out there and, and yeah, it's, see, it's about see exposure, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's exposure for ourselves and then <clears throat> getting face to face with anybody in the industry, really, whether they're detailers or other professionals, other trainers, right. um, you know, I just did the the trip to Boise a few weeks ago for the IDA, uh, the shop crawl. The shop crawl. And that yeah. was really cool. That was it was so much fun. You know, it was just, that, it was you know that sounds of- that just sounds so much fun. Like I yeah. wish, I really wish anybody who's listening and wants to you know step it up a lot notch. I really wish we had the funding that I would love to do like a podcast shop crawl where we could go to different shops around the country and then like, you know, hang out with a person for a day and podcast with them and work with them. And, you know, like to me, that would be kind of the ultimate goal. So anybody out there has got some money that wants to send us. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Open your doors. Yeah. (laughs) If you want us to come to your shop to, podcast just let us know and send it's us kind of money. a cool idea you know it's unique in that um one exposure yeah. networking relationships exactly. um and it's just all about like getting to go into somebody else's facility whether it's a shop yeah. you know a storefront and see how they do things differently and and learn from that um, oh, whether you take something home and use it or not you know yeah. that's that was my take on it but just yeah. meeting people i'm a people person i like yeah. it yeah yeah, I, I I'm kind of the same. I, I I I'm a little introvert until I'm with people that have similar interests. So around detailers, yeah. I'm I'm like you know more extra extrovert about it or whatever. But if I don't have an interest with somebody, it's like you know I don't I don't have any need to talk to you. But you're right. Like yeah. I I enjoy like a couple of my buddies around here. If I have some time that I can go to their shops you know, kind of hang out with them for a little bit, just see what's going on. Right. Because you see how they're doing something. And again, right. You pick up whatever the times that I get to go 
um, to Atlanta for Haley's cheer stuff. And I get to see, stop by and see Noxie and hang out with him for the day and just, you know, pick his brain and watch him and woo work and all those fun things. I mean, going to, um, the air force one project and watching you guys all work on, you know, planes, like not that I'm ever going to work on a plane, but you know, to see oh, how you, you should have just asked, we would have handed you the polisher instantly. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> tried to get me to Jason did. Um, yeah. Jason, Jason, um, you know, wanted to work on the plane. I just didn't want to get dirty. I was like, <laughs> no, it's listen, uh, you know, I, I guess looking back, maybe next year, I mean, we've, we've kind of been, you know, already invited back. Maybe next year I will just to say, you know, because yeah. that was the one thing I was kind of talking to Jason about afterwards is like, he can actually say like, hey, like I, I did this at this event, right? Like whatever, right? Kind of a feather in his cap. And then I was kind sure. of like, oh yeah, man, maybe I should have, you know, done done a little square section had like a, had a missed know. opportunity right there. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so maybe when we go back next year, you know, hopefully I mean, we if you only do it for like, you know, a couple hours, it's all right. It's like three days of being filthy. Yeah. That gets a little, little old. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. So was, was this your first year doing the air force one project? Um, this is my second year. I've been there second twice year? now. Okay. So when you first got the invite to that, like, like, how was that for you? I mean, was that kind of like a big deal? I mean, were you Oh, like, absolutely. Really, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like a hand-picked selection of yeah. very few professional detailers. Um, so to kind of like tell myself I had to put, put myself at that level. Um, yeah, that was that was something big for me. I remember kind of celebrating that night. Yeah. Uh, I had gotten a text <laughs> message slash email. Uh, while I was at dinner or something with some friends, I was just blown away. Um, yeah. And never, you know, it was kind of like one of those goals that I had, but, you know, oh, maybe someday I'll get there. Someday I'll right, be, yeah. you know, on that team. And to have it happen quickly in my career and my, you know, spot in this industry. Yeah. Um, I was definitely honored. And then go back again was it was just fun. You know, it's, uh, yeah. it's a good time. It's a long I, week of work. but Yeah, I can totally relate to that because i mean when you know we got invited you know to to me it was such a big deal because we were the only like non-mafia member non-sponsor to to be invited to this so like to me that was huge yeah and you know at the time we didn't you know i mean it was a it was a you know, spur of the moment thing. So it's not like we budgeted for that last year with our stuff. So we kind of didn't have the money. And I, you know, I, I told Jason, I said, man, I said, Rennie keeps saying, you know, if you guys can make it cool, if not, not a big deal. And I said, but I know Rennie, if we tell him no. One time. Like he, yeah. He's one time look, you say no. Yeah. He's going to look at that and go like, oh, so it's not important enough to do, you know, like to find a way. And I was like, dude, we have got to find a way. So yeah you know, sell t-shirts, raffle off some tools, you know, all that fun stuff we got there, you know, and I feel like, you know, we proved, we proved, Hey, you know, this, this is just as important to us as, as it is to, you know, not only Rennie, but the mafia and everybody that was there because we did whatever we needed to do to make it happen. So let me ask you, do you feel like it worked for you? Like it got you more exposure, got you like maybe the goal that you had set for it? Um, I don't know because, um, detail podcast, at least for me and, and, and Jason tells me all the time that, that I, I look into the numbers too much. Um, but like I tell him, you know, I mean, it's technically kind of now a business now, now that we have advertisers. I mean, if we didn't have advertisers, honestly, I wouldn't care if we had two people listening to us or 5,000 people listening to us. But when there's advertisers involved and we're, we're trying to give them the best that they can, you know, when there's an uptick in, in um, listens or downloads, it's awesome when it, you know, and it happens throughout the year. There's always these ebbs and flows, you know, we have valleys where we kind of drop and then it kind of comes back up. So when the drops is when I really kind of start freaking out, like, why, how come we're not having as many, like, you know, wh why isn't anybody listening to us anymore? So, 
you know, with that time, it was, <clears throat> and and I don't I don't know if if Air Force One helped, but that was a time where typically, so that was in like early July, July. yeah, yeah. Um, and typically June, like May June is a downtime, and then July kind of comes back up. So I don't know if we got anything out of Air Force One because that's typically our upswing time. Um, but for me, whether we got a bunch of listens or not, I mean, the episodes did good that we recorded. Um, definitely right. did. Definitely did. Did well. Um, but again, hopefully we were just able to bring a little bit of the event to the people listening or to the people watching. Right. Because other than that, it's, it's just the pictures you see on Facebook of, of everything that's going on. Or, you know, now, now with TikTok, I know Daniel Gill and, um, you know, he was, was, yeah, he was doing a lot of TikToks and, um, and uh, who? I mean, I know a bunch of them were. Uh, William, William Lara, Dev- yeah, Dev- William Lara, yeah. and um, and a couple other ones were were doing them. So you know, yeah. other than kind of seeing that aspect of it, um, you know, I felt like we at least were able to bring um a little bit of what goes on there and and how it works and everything, um, you know, and then just thank you to Adam Garvin for giving us the uh the super troopers, you know, get Rennie triggered up on when, when we're yes. talking to him and, <laughs> and then, and then having, um, and I can't remember his name right now, but the guy who works at the museum was in on it. So he was, oh, yeah. he was making sure, you know, to make sure to say trigger a bunch of times too for <laughs> Rennie. Um, so yeah, it was just, it was, it was a good time. Um, yeah. you know, so I, I, it definitely, I think just maybe gives us a little more credibility, hopefully in it. Um, Absolutely. You know, but this is, listen, detailing is such a niche kind of market. And then, you know, a detailing podcast is very niche, you know? So like, you know, I say it, you know, and everybody's like, oh, never say it, man. But we're never going to be Joe Rogan, right? Like we're never going to be millions of, you know, downloads per episode or whatever. But you know, as long as we can inter- entertain everybody, you know, and and hopefully enlighten or or you know help people out. That's that's all that matters. Like Rennie yeah. says, right? Like all, you you only got to reach one person. That's right. Right. And Absolutely. It make, it makes everything perfect. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's, and bringing the awareness to like the industry, and I think you guys do a very good job of that. About, thank you. You know, we just talked about it, but networking and building yeah. relationships, and you know, you said it yourself. It'd be really cool to go to different shops. Oh know, yeah. I think it would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, if I had, you know, if I had the money to do it, I would love to do it. Although, you know, hit that mega millions or whatever, and I'll probably disappear from everything and nobody (laughs) will ever see me again. You know, nobody will know, but there'll be signs. (laughs) Yeah. 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 My my wife was like, you'd never do that. And I was like, I don't need my detail friends anymore. I'll buy new friends, you know? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, you never. Oh man. Let's take a commercial break real quick and we'll come back and uh, have some more fun. We'll be right back. So tell us about your little wheelie journey you had yesterday. How'd that go on the Viper chair? I stole this Viper chair. I like that they got a shot. Nice. A lot of guys were generally trying out going, huh, these things are cool. But it was good fun, especially on this floor. Like this is a legit carpet and all the cables, it just rolls right over. And it's dried. Yeah, well done. It's a cool chair. I like it. How comfortable are you right now? Very. Yeah. yeah so do you think Taylor should invest in a Viper chair? You know what? My name is Alan Medcraft, and I would say go buy Viper. Make sure to go to viperindustrial.com and at checkout, use the code DSP to save an additional $25 off your purchase. That's a stackable coupon, so whatever Viper's giving you off, get another $25 as well. Do you own a detailing business but want to improve your success online? Or are you just starting out but not even sure where to begin? Let Detailers Roadmap guide you down the road to success. Detailers Roadmap is an all-in-one web solution for your auto detailing business. 
custom website designed to help you attract and retain customers without breaking the bank. We'll write and design your website from start to finish and provide ongoing support to ensure it's working great for you. Our custom website packages include everything you need to succeed online. And with our local SEO services, we'll make sure your business gets noticed by customers in your area. So why wait? It's time to take your auto detailing business to the next level with an all-in-one website solution from Detailers Roadmap. Visit DetailersRoadmap.com to get started today. Okay, so we're back. Now, at your shop, the Detail Lab, right? So we, we learned, learned this off-air before. Um, it's for your Labrador, <laughs> right? Yes. And not, yes, not like a chemist lab, right. um, which I might have to go change the title of this. I was going to say in the lab with, uh, <laughs> with Robin, but I guess, right. I guess you, you're not really, maybe maybe walk in the lab with. Yeah, both <laughs> yeah. ways, you know, it's all right. Uh, yeah. So is it just you or do you have employees or? It is just me, owner operator. Yeah. And, yeah. and do you prefer it that way? Yeah, right now I do. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, to hear some of the other struggles with employee retention, um, employees that actually want to get some work done. Right. Uh, it's not something that I'm willing to battle right now. Um, and I'm doing a okay on my own. Uh, I've thought about it. Everybody that, you know, brings their car to me, oh, you should have some employees. You could be so much busier. Yeah. I'm not sure that I want to be busier. You know, I, I kind of like it. That's the way that I look at it. You know, sometimes, you know, and I have, because I, I hate turning down money, you know? Yeah. And, you know, if I've already got a car in and I can't, you know, do another one and, you know, kind of the same thing. Like I'll think about like, man, should I, you know, or somebody be like, oh, if you're so busy, you know, you should hire somebody. And I'm like, yeah, but should I like for your little $300 detail, you know, interior or whatever, am I going to hire somebody that I'm going to have to pay basically $300 to do your detail? And then it becomes a wash. And then like, you know, when I don't have any other details to do now, I've got somebody sitting around that I'm paying to do, you know, so yeah, that's kind of the way I've I've yeah, too many responsibilities, you know. Yeah, I can't really keep care of myself. So, <laughs> yeah. Plus, you know, Alan said it great one time when we were talking. He told me he said, "You just have a lifestyle business. It does enough to keep you in the lifestyle you want." And he's absolutely right. Like, you know, as my daughter's gotten older and everything, you know, I want to be able to do more of the cheer stuff with her and and take her to school and pick her up from school. So, you know just being me and picking and choosing kind of jobs. It's, it's nice to work like an eight to two, you know, and then I can go and pick her up from school and take her to cheerleading and be done for the day. And, you know, most of the time, um, you know, when you're doing a correction and coding or whatever, you're sitting in a car long enough that, you know, you could do half days and still get it done in time. So yeah. I have to look at it. Yeah. I think it was another podcast, not detailing related that I listened to recently. And it was like, you know, it's not financial wealth. That's wealth yeah. now. It's yeah. time. Like time yeah. is our wealth now. Like I think maybe the industry and like the world is shifting towards that, especially with entrepreneurs, you know, we might chase this dream not to become super wealthy. You right. know, that sounds great too, but to give time freedom. Um, and that was a big thing. That was a huge deciding factor of me leaving my career as a dispatcher. Um, you know, we did 12 hour shifts, you missed weekends and holidays and all right. the other things going on in life. Um, so that was a, a big factor in it. And yeah, sometimes eight to two was nice. <laughs> yeah, it definitely <laughs> is. And, yeah. and you're right. I mean, and especially the older that I get too. like, you know, talking to a bunch of the, the younger kids, you know, and they're burning the candle at both end, you know, they're, you know, grinding away at the shop until three or four o'clock in the morning to get one car done so they can have another one the next day. And I mean, that's great when you're in your twenties, you know, but I turned 50 this year, you know, I worked a 12 hour day on a Wednesday to get this Aston Martin that I was working on that somebody put a rotary on it that should never put a rotary on it or should have never had a rotary in their hand or mm -hmm. whatever. And, and I, and I, I could have continued working on it Thursday, but I just wanted it to be done and over with. It was, you know, every panel was kind of like, come on, man, you know, like <laughs> the 
rotor. And it had like a ton of like black piano fiber or black, uh, you know, the piano finish stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just a pain in the ass to do. Um, so I pulled a 12 hour day and cause the kid was home from school and, and, uh, and, you know, I paid for it yesterday. You know, yeah. my, my body was like, <laughs> you're too no old. No way. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. So, yeah. And, yeah. you know, that grind that you talk about, that's that's cool. I did that for a while, too, in my own shop. You know, I'm not afraid uh, to admit it. I'll do it again if I have to. But, you know, that was my start. That was yeah. you know, going back to my challenge, like challenging myself, like, how much can I get done? Where can I be? Right. I this work? You know, I, I had to ask myself and be true to myself. Can I make this happen if I leave my job? Can I make this a thriving business? And. So yeah, I was I was here till three, four in the morning sometimes. Um, but yeah, I'm done and, with that. And sometimes you have to do it in the beginning to get going. I mean, I remember sure. when I when I finally took the leap from the car wash and started, you know, my business. And you know, it, it's it's you know, every day you're you're like, do I have do I have am I going to eat today? Kind of thing, you know. So, you know, eight to twos become eight to eights become you know seven days a week, you know, because if you didn't work on Tuesday and you get somebody wants to book something on Sunday, you've got to make up that difference, you know, somewhere. Um, but yeah, I've, I've gotten to the point now where uh, I can, I can do Monday through, through Thursday maintenance washes are on Friday. I have one client Saturday morning that I go and take care of before the girls wake up and, and then that's it, you know? <laughs> and like you, you said, you know, you, you can't say no to money and sometimes i have a hard time just saying no to people yeah. right yeah and so i'm slowly learning how to do that uh, but yeah, getting getting your grind on in the beginning and getting established that has to happen you know, right and you have to prove it to yourself and your clients and your market that you are willing to put in the work to get there i think that's any entrepreneur any yeah. know, self-employment small business whatever i think that's true with anything like that so yeah, no, for sure. And so with all the traveling that you do for, for Auto Geek and, and the Mafia and different things like that, do you ever find it a challenge, you know, to like, like, man, I, I really need to go and do like this training or this expo or this event or whatever, but I really should be in my shop. No, no, no. no. No, it's just, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Shop's closed. <laughs> um, that's exactly it. It's, exactly. Um, that's another reason why employees uh, are on my radar now, because right. I don't want to have to worry about that when I am traveling. I want to just travel and enjoy and be focused on that and not worry about like, make sure the cars are taken care of, you know, all that that comes with it um, Yeah. when you're at a distance. So no, I just, my shop is closed and my clients all understand that. And they're my clients, you know, whether they follow me on social media or come in and they see some pictures, you know, like air force one pictures and such, they all know that I do travel yeah. and go to different events and they love to talk about it. Like that is a conversational or conversation starter. It's a, it's a right, right. big thing. When you come in this little room here, it's my front door and there's pictures of me at Monterey, you know, down at the quail, uh, Air Force One, and it just like it starts conversations. Whether it's a new client, a return client, they love it and they respect yeah. that. And I think that helps me build trust and rapport with them. Um, plus, you never know who you're going to connect with. Like the stories that I've had just of my picture on like Air Force One, you know, somebody's father used to work at Boeing, and like oh, all cool. these stories that you get to hear. And, and that's what's important to me is, is that's my customer service. That's my number one thing. So, right. Um, when they hear that I'm traveling, they're cool with it, you know, and I explain it to them when, when they call the book, like, you know, I don't just say, Oh, I'm closed for a week or I'm booking out. I'll say, Oh, I have an upcoming trip. You know, like yeah. the next one I'm now booking in February and I'll say, uh, I'm booked through January. Then I have a trip to, you know, a trade show, mobile tech down in Orlando. And, and sometimes you get like a conversation out of that. Right. No, that's cool. Yeah. Do you ever see it getting to a point where, all the other work that you do with the the trainings and the traveling and everything like that just becomes a full-time gig for you 
I mean, sure. Again, if someone wants to pay me enough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I really, really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy the connection with the people. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I'll, I'll always want to be, you know, somewhat of a technician that just kind of in my right. blood. Yeah. Um, but do I want to be elbow deep in interiors forever? I don't yeah. know. You know? <laughs> Yeah. There's, there's days where I'm like, no, no, I'm I'm good. And then there's times where I'm like, this is easy. I'm fine. I enjoyed it. So, right. Yeah. Now are you um you know and and all all encompassing encompassing detail shop or are you one of those like I only do paint corrections and surroundings? Oh no, no. <laughs> I'm a sucker when it comes to like um referrals and people like good clients refer friends or family to me i'm a sucker that's the people that i can't say no to right. so i kind of take on a little bit of everything at this point um that is probably mm. going to be my struggle this year is transitioning away from just saying yes i'll take it uh and then only doing the really only doing the jobs that i really want um, yeah and you know that seems a little selfish now that i'm thinking about it but it's not i mean it's <laughs> It's kind of what I want to do, right? It's my business. I can I can do what I want. Um, yeah, it's that pivot, right? We yeah. all have to kind of do it. And listen, yeah. I, I I I've been saying it for years on the podcast. My ultimate goal would be because my my overhead is so low. It's a lifestyle um, business for me. If I could do one ceramic coating a week at my prices. That's all I need. Yeah. But I will not stop doing, you know, wash and sealants, clay and waxes, interior right. details, because there's a, there's a weird, <clears throat> I feel like there's a weird kind of time in or shift right now in detailing where I, I want to say it, and, and again, I, I could just be, you know, completely talking out of my ass or whatever, but I want to say that I think ceramic coatings and paint corrections at that high, high pricing, or at least maybe from what I'm seeing here, is almost kind of hit the ceiling, I think. And people are realizing, you know, and again, it could just be the saturation for the last couple of years of everybody getting into it and undercutting everybody that you know, there are other options. And so I think a lot of the people who have primarily done paint corrections and ceramic coatings at these high prices for so long are now kind of, you know, sometimes you see them like it's slow now. I'm not as busy now. Um, and again, because they don't do interiors, they don't do kind of the menial type stuff. They're not being able to supplement that income. And that's where, again, I hate, saying no to money you know and if i gotta do you know a 300 or 400 dollar interior job that takes me three or four hours like that's my rent for the month that's right you know yeah. i'll do that you know all day long because then my rent's right. covered and now the next yeah. thing you know goes on so um, it's like you need to balance mentally if you're one profitable that makes sense right like if you're paying yeah. yourself per hour or whatever you need to do your your base point and then are you actually still enjoying it yeah or are you just mad every time you get an interior they have yeah to, right like yeah um, i'm usually mad like, but again like i'm not turning that money down and <laughs> <laughs> right it's like the balance like all right well, yeah. the money's good so now i'm happier yeah. about it exactly so. well that's you know again like i i had a lady i had a lady call me the other day and and like like yell at me about my prices. Like I'm, I started getting offended because, you know, it was, it was, it's, she called me about her husband's truck. It's it had, you know, the rubber floor mats and it was all, you know, plastic and vinyl on the inside. And so I was like, well, man, all I got to do is just rub everything or, you know, clean everything, wipe everything down. Close it out. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I was like two fifty for the interior and a hundred bucks for a wash. Yeah. Three fifty. Are you kidding me? 
She's like, the last guy did it for $150. And I was like, hey. oh, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Call like, the last guy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I mean, our, you know, we charge accordingly to our services. Well, he did a very good job too. And I'm like, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Go with him. Yeah. Like, I mean, right. why well, are you yelling well, at them? You were happy. Yeah. It's like going to Ruth Chris and then yelling at them that their that their hamburger is $25 when the last one you got from McDonald's was $1.30 or something, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> There is something to be said about like pricing over the phone and not having a, you know, at least like seeing the vehicle and meeting the client and then meeting you. And then you can kind of set yourself apart with the the type of person you are and what you bring to the table and your higher quality services. And and I Um, typically try to do that more so with like corrections because again, like that's, well, you have to, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's, you know, but a, but an interior you can go like look it starts here i need to see the vehicle it could be you know but then you yeah. get like your start prices do <laughs> you know yeah 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 well well you know hey lady uh i'm kind of booked until the end of the year anyways so that's right I, you know, that's yep. kind of what i wanted to say but like yeah. know, as soon as i hear them ask price i think uh probably not my type of client yeah you know yeah and again that's it's tough to do that but that's really yeah. essentially you don't want to tire kickers, right? No, nope. no, definitely so, not. And and I nothing trying... wrong with that. You know, yeah, some people I... have packages that they they serve and uh, you know provide their clients with, and that works for them. It's just it's not my business motto. It's not it's right. Kind of what I'm chasing now. So right, and that's the way that I always kind of you know refer to it as you know is is I want that Ruth Chris client. I don't want the McDonald's client. You know, I want the person that understands why they're paying $25 for a hamburger, you know, what they're getting out of it kind of thing. Um, And what I've also found is, especially with interiors, the ones that typically I'm charging that, you know, $350, $400 plus job are clean, you know? So what you're saying is more profitable than exactly, <laughs> exactly. the The last one I did is a uh, he's a good client. He comes to me um, every year in December because he's usually home for the holidays, and um, and um, we coded his we coded his car last year. Um, he's got a an older um, forerunner, and and he keeps it he keeps it clean, you know, inside wise. But he's like to me, it's dirty. And I'm like, I don't even know okay. what to, I mean, like I'll vacuum it and dress it, I guess. Like, right. you know, like I don't know where to begin, right. like kind of thing, but <laughs> here's my price. And he's like, that's fine. You know, every year, every year in December, like it's like clockwork for the last three years now. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, you know, I love those ones that come to me with cars that don't really need a, you know, and I, I, I'm still like, Hey, this is my interior price, right? It's going to cost me, it's going to take me you know, two or three hours to do, and this is my labor rate. And that's how I come up with my price. And they're like, some people view it as, you know, it's a luxury service, which we can all pretty much agree on. Yeah. And then there's the one where like they, it's a necessity that they get their car cleaned. And that's kind of the ones that you have to be careful with, you know, when pricing, obviously. Yeah. And that's where I think there is kind of, and, and, you know, I don't know how it is up there around you or whatever, but you know, the whole, reason I started my shop was because the um, car wash that I worked for (coughs) sold to a major chain and then they don't do detailing. So what happened is over the last few years, they've ended up buying a majority of the car washes in in central Florida and now do no, no detailing. Right. Whereas that was a primary place for everybody to go to get their cars detailed. So now you've got this, you know, huge range of people that are kind of used to car wash detailing prices and that's what they're looking for. And now, you know, detailers are too expensive or you have, you know, the, the mobile guy who will do those prices and that's kind of who they're looking for, but they don't know when they're just Googling, you know, detail shops near me. Um, and that's why we try to have, you know, Chris did our website. We tried to make it more of an upscale, look upscale so people would know, like, you know, this is not the McDonald's guy, you know? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Oh, Chris. We love Chris. Yeah. <laughs> He's so good at that. 
Yeah, except for when he doesn't answer phone calls when you're having a <laughs> panic attack because you're. I saw your post today. Well, yeah, my credit our credit card got somebody. It's not like physically stole it, but like we had fraudulent charges, and so oh. the credit card company was like, "Send you a new one." And my mm. detailer's roadmap bill is uh, due tomorrow. Oh, I was like, "It's gonna shut you down." Yeah, I was like, "Man, I don't want to get shut down." And I'm like, "Just somebody tell me how." Finally, he ended up. Although after I, I kind of, um, you know, once I kind of calmed down from the whole credit card thing, my brain triggered and I was like, oh, wait, they send me an email like once a month and usually I just throw it away and I went back and read it and there was a way to change it. And then like 10 minutes later, Chris was like, here's the link, change it. And I was like, thanks, man. I already figured it out. Done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, sorry, Chris, if you're listening yeah. to this, I didn't want—I didn't mean to ruin your uh, travel plans for the your holidays. Christmas was, break. Yeah, but I was freaking out. I didn't want my website <laughs> shut down. It turned off, you know. <laughs> Chris calling me on Tuesday, like, "Bro, what's going on? <laughs> you, you're making no money." That's <laughs> I, I got money. I can afford. It, I promise. Yeah. Will you take a gift card? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You trade out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, let's take our last commercial break and we'll come back and uh, wrap this up. We'll be right back. Every pad you would need, including tire pads, towels, got them, windows, wheels, interiors, paint, the all new mint on a stick for hitting taller vehicles or the new bug sponge for fronts. And then we have the Dragon Wash Sponge Mitt. It's perfect for the two bucket system glides on the cars easy soft on the paint hey don't forget go watch us on youtube check out our channel and in the barrel blade it's perfect for getting in between those tight wheels calipers we also have the dreadnought it's the staple of all auto fiber towels if you're not using it to dry you're missing out and in the new wheel paw for getting those faces getting in between folks getting the lug nuts all those hard to reach places. So go to autofiber.com. Make sure to use the code DSP at checkout. Hey everybody, Rennie Doyle here, founder of the Detail Mafia and Detailing Success. You know, I love quotes and this is one of my favorites. It's not enough to do your best. You must know what to do, then do your best. There's a lot more to detailing than just making paint shiny. To be successful, you need to be a well-rounded detailer and most importantly, an entrepreneur. At Detailing Success, I really take pride in that we will not only teach you the highest level detailing skills you need, but we will mentor and coach you to be a profitable business owner. Our advanced five-day training is held monthly at my hometown, in the beautiful town, I may say, of Big Bear Lake, California. If you want to learn more, email me directly at rennie@detailingsuccess.com or visit detailingsuccess.com and ask about our special offer for our podcast listeners. Happy detailing, everybody. Take care. We'll see you next time. Okay. So the, the questions that okay. everybody puts, everybody should know answers to, but people still get stomped. Um, <laughs> so the, the first one that I always ask is, when did you realize your worth? Like, what was that moment where you just kind of like, I am worth the money that I charge or the, for the stuff that I do. The day I opened this shop up, I knew that I had to go into it already knowing that otherwise I'd always try to be climb my way out of that hole. Right. So uh, that was pretty early on. That's a good answer. Usually for people, it's a, uh, you know, four, four or five days into a $200 detail. <laughs> you know, they're like, I'm not making any money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worth more than this. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the, the fun one, um, you know, so it's a uh, Madison square garden. It's Friday night or it's, it's fight night. It's, it's, you know, WrestleMania, whatever you're, you're, you're heading into the ring. What's your, what's your song that, that hypes you up? And, and oh lets everybody know who you are. Oh, I don't know if I have just one. I'm so all over the map when it comes to music. And actually, speaking of Chris, he will remember this. Uh -huh. We went to Monterey Week, and I played DJ up front in the van. And oh, you I probably offended box. a few people. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, boy, one song, huh? Yeah. That is the why is that a tougher question than the first one? <laughs> Dude, it's it's the one that gets everybody. So I, we had, we, I asked it to Jackie Orlando, and she's like, every song I've ever known just escaped my head. I can't even think of a song right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I um share with Sarah from uh-huh. Memphis, Sarah Coleman. She and I will send each other songs like Spotify. It kind of like depends on what she's listening to in the morning. And sometimes it's like, all right, I get it. And sometimes she hits it like like she was standing in the room with me right. and like sends me a song. I'm like, that's the one. That's my fire song today, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, that's why I can't just pick one. It's really. Um, I know it's mood dependent, it's, but this. It is mood dependent. But, you know, it's got to be one that is like your all time. All right. Player, Ready? Know? Yeah. Ice, ice, baby. Nice. <laughs> what is Ice Ice Baby? Just Vanilla Ice. It's just I know every <laughs> dang word to it. I don't know why. It's like my special hidden talent, right? Um, yeah, that goes back to many moons ago. But I remember my college roommates and I like playing that on a cassette in a Ford Escort, like back and forth to the horse barn, and uh, just cranking it loud i don't know it kind of brings me back there and it just it's upbeat i mean who can't like that song (laughs) no it's it's awesome i listen i'm gonna super date myself i mean everybody already knows that i'm kind of old but i remember my buddy had that on like the original like ep cassette before it even like was released on like the full length album like after it hit big i mean he he was like dude you gotta hear this song And, it, and I mean, I think there was like, I don't know. I mean, it was, a, I, th- I think maybe there was only like four or five songs on, on the EP or whatever. And, yeah. and then it was like, like we were already listening to it. And then it was like, you know, hit MTV, hit, hit the TV or hit the radio stations, got real big. And then like the, the full length album came out, like, I don't know year later or something like that it was crazy. so i probably am the opposite of that because i probably didn't start really like listening to it until after it wasn't so cool right like right. Um, <laughs> like it yeah. i missed the mark on being cool and now i'm yeah. just kind of corny like oh yeah that's her song well, really <laughs> i mean listen I, i'm gonna admit I, I i i'm a i love that song i mean every time it comes on you know and everything but like you know kind of looking back i don't know if it was ever really cool i think it's just <laughs> one of those songs that you just touche alex you, touche. Just have to, you know it's just it's just i don't know i mean it's just one of those songs right, and, you just put you me know, in my place yeah. thinking i'm cool i'm not exactly you know i remember listening to uh uh queen came on um one time and it's uh oh, what's the queen i don't know uh the queen song that he that he uh took over or you know copied the the beat to or whatever oh, okay yeah yeah uh, yep. under pressure i think or something like yep. that right yep. and so it comes on and then like you know freddie mercury starts singing and this was when my daughter was little and she goes that's not i thought that was ice ice baby <laughs> song <laughs> you know and i'm like no this is the song gets us every sampled. time yeah that he sampled. <laughs> this is the real song um yeah and it, and it was funny because then then me and my wife used to watch the the vanilla ice project on oh, right. um, discovery or whatever yeah and and Haley Haley's would look at him and she's like that's not the same guy from the video <laughs> we had to try to explain to her that like, the video was in the 80s right you know that's what you call a pivot in business right there yeah you know and she was like six or seven at the time that this was happening and she was like i thought everybody from the 80s was dead and i was like um hello <laughs> like i'm still here <laughs> That's just how bad it was. She just thinks the '80s is so far away. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. So the the smartless question is kind of a um, a play on you know where 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 do you plan to be in five years, right? So the old bewitched, you know, if you could wiggle your nose and 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 make your business be exactly what you want it to be right now, what does that look like? Um. Again, I don't have any. I was asked this a few, well, probably last year, I was asked the same question. And I know this sounds horrible because, you know, set your business goals and make a business plan. 
I don't have one. I literally wait for doors to open and I just crash on through them and hope that it works. Right. Um, so I don't have a five-year plan for my business. That's my plan. But when you, but when you, but when you think like, you know, when you're sitting there daydreaming and you're like, man, I like if, if everything aligned and, and fell into place, this is how I would want my business to be. Like, what does that look like? Uh, cloning myself <laughs> and <laughs> leaving one in the shop to do what I'm doing now, maybe a little younger and more, you know, agile. Right. Uh, and just doing the same thing. I really love what I do, but then I want to be able to travel and do events and trainings um, and explore and meet people. So how I go about getting there, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. Right now it's a great balance. Yeah. Um so maybe that's maybe that's my answer. It's just kind of what I'm doing today. No, that's hey, that works. Yeah. And then the the new one, we've only asked it a couple of times now. So I don't know if you've caught it yet. I didn't. So this one is and I don't know where this came from. It just popped up one day in my head. Um what's your death row last meal? <laughs> oh, a corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> Your last meal on earth is a corn dog. Corn dog. Awesome. I mean, Simple. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. Ketchup, like barbecue a, sauce, mustard. Maybe mayonnaise. like a peanut butter milkshake to go with yeah. it. That's Oh, that'd cool. be good. Yeah. That'd corn be dogs. Because it's not something you have a lot. Like, I could say steak and potatoes, but I eat steak and potatoes pretty regularly. Yeah. Like, pizza, I have it regularly. Like, yeah. Corn dog. If I have that once a yeah, year. But I mean, but I mean, you're I mean, you're death row. I'm sure you're not eating steak and potatoes and pizza for years. So. Right. No, I'm good with a corn dog. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sticking and corn peanut dog. butter milkshake. There we go. Corn dog and a peanut butter <laughs> That's milkshake. That's perfect. Heard it there. <laughs> so, um, if anybody uh would love to reach out to you and learn more about you know the the training things that you do or the different events that you do and everything like that what's what's all your ats as the kids say these days yeah uh facebook is probably numero uno and that makes me old i guess um, yeah but that's that's where i do most of it and i'm horrible about posting for my business page so uh, the detail lab you know is more business related but follow me robin sweet on facebook um, detail lab and Instagram. And I think it's like the detail lab chat on, on TikTok. Don't expect much. I'm horrible at posting <laughs> on social media. <laughs> Listen, I made a big push for us to get to a thousand followers so I could go live on TikTok. Yeah. I've done like one. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. it was such a, it was such a letdown because, <clears throat> excuse me. It was such a letdown because the whole reason I wanted to go live was because we can link restream to TikTok. Right. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, I was always under the impression you had to have a thousand followers to go live. So I was like, great, we get a thousand followers. We can restream the podcast to um, TikTok, just like we do with Facebook and, and YouTube. And then come to find out that in order to do a streaming, kind of service like this or Twitch or any of those other ones, you actually have to have 3000 followers. So like all the air kind of came out of the balloon because I don't like walking around with my phone and kind of trying to talk into it or entertain people that like that. So the only live we did was one day I turned off the mic, turned off the headphones, used my computer stuff. And I, took my phone and put it in a, um, uh, on a tripod holder and I lived my end of the computer. So the, so that they could hear, you know, the guests speaking through the speakers on the computer, they could hear me talking. Okay. Um, we made like seven bucks. I mean, <laughs> it's well, it's something. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I mean, we're no, we're no gray Scott over here, but you uh -huh. know, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah well listen robin i i appreciate you doing this um thanks for being the last guest of 2023 
Um, That's fun. I can't yeah. believe 2024, man. It is just. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's it's literally right around the corner now. Um, yeah. Any big plans for 24? Again, just waiting for those doors to open. I'll just crash through them. That's it. I will be at Mobile Tech, so I'll be doing the new Mobile Tech Expo uh, Detailing 101. That's on the Wednesday. Okay. And then Thursday, I'll be there for the Education Day as well. And then I'll be at the Expo on the floor with AutoGeek at our booth for the other two days. Um, awesome. So, yeah, I'll be there, be there all week. Hopefully, it's nice and warm and sunny down there in Florida. I know. You guys always bring the cold down with you, yeah. it seems like, yeah, every year. Every year, it's, like, warm right up until the weekend. And then you guys yeah, all come then, down, and then it's, like, 40 degrees. And, and we're always, like, what does this people talk about right. Florida? Why do they And then you guys there? leave on Monday, and then it, like, goes back to, like, 80. And it's, like, right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> Jason and I are going to be mobile this year. Um, at mobile tech with the podcast so we will definitely because we want to go booth to booth um we love the live as aspect um earlier this year um, with the detailers roadmap booth um but we weren't able to get out and see everybody so we'll definitely uh have to stop by the, sure. uh, the auto geek booth and say hi and see what Absolutely. you got doing over there and maybe get we'll have a car set up so we'll be demoing some stuff there whether new tools oh, nice. products yeah that worked out well last year and i'm pretty sure we're doing it again this year so okay um, yeah it's it's nice to have everyone come and meet them face to face and just talk about life and business and detailing it's you know it's networking's the key right yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, listen, I appreciate it. I'm um, doing this on a Friday night. Um, sure. Merry Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas to you. To Happy New Year. Family yeah. and all that fun stuff. And um, we will definitely see you at Mobile Tech. And yeah, have a great night. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right, everybody. So that was it. The last Q&A of the year. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I've only bumped into Robin a few times, just kind of saying hi or whatever. So it was awesome to like actually spend some time and get to know her a little, or a little bit and have a conversation with her and all that other fun stuff. So um, please remember um, vendor code or vendor, <clears throat> our preferred vendor page on the, the website, the detail solutions podcast.com is going to be changing in the new year. So if you, need anything from our vendors now's the time to use that code last chance uh, make sure to go and support them even after um you know if they're not supporting us next year they all are our friends um just because they're not supporting us doesn't mean that we're not going to support them anymore um make sure you go to mobiletechexpo.com backslash golden hyphen mic um, and give us our nominee. Please leave it, give us a nomination, a vote for us. I don't know, whatever it is, leave us a cool little thing. That's kind of how it goes by. Um, we definitely don't want to lose this year. Third time's charm, hopefully. Um, and if you would love to be a guest on the podcast, please email me at detailsolutionspodcast at gmail.com. Until then, um, or until next week <clears throat> for the last what's on your mind. Have a Merry Christmas and we'll see you guys soon. Bye.